I'm Jesse, And I'm Stephanie. We are two Arizona realtors who have built multi-million dollar businesses using only social media. And now we're bringing you our best kept secrets and social strategies to grow your small business online. So grab your coffee and a notebook and let's dive into Socially Modern. Hey guys, welcome back to the Socially Modern podcast. We're so glad that you are with us today. So to start out this podcast, we're actually going to do something that we've never done before that we've decided to implement going forward as long as everybody likes it. Yes. So we have listened to other podcasts where they have done like a review of the week or something. So they go through the reviews of the podcast and they kind of randomly pick one and then they read it on the podcast. So that's how we're going to start this episode. And I think this is something that we want to start doing every episode, right? Yeah, I think so. Cool. So if your review gets chosen as the review of the week, you can send us a DM at Socially Modern and say, hey, my review was chosen. We'll confirm that it's you and then we'll send you a gift card. So if anything, leave us a review. (laughs) (laughs) We might call you next. Exactly. So this week's review of the week was left by Samantha 13 Sue. It was titled Best Podcast in all caps. Um, Samantha says, I love this podcast. You must listen to this podcast if you are planning to run your business using social media. Jesse and Stephanie are so real. I love how open and honest they are. They have taught me so much between life, business, social media, and real estate. Their strategy has helped me build my business and my confidence. If I could give this podcast 10 stars, I would. That was so nice. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much, Samantha. We obviously love to hear your feedback because we come in every week and we're like, yeah, this is a great episode. (laughs) You know, we always think our content is great, but it's really you guys who help us with that feedback. So absolutely. Anyway. All right. Moving into today's podcast topic, we are going to do a DM deep dive And kind of tell you what and how to prospect using the DMs. Absolutely. This is going to be such a good episode. Yeah. I really think that the DMs are really such a magical place on social media. The way I see it, this is really where the true relationship building takes place. And I love seeing people in my DMs. And it's really fun for me to like see familiar people in there constantly and really like build those relationships but not only that I mean this is where you can truly convert your followers into actual real estate clients absolutely I mean Jesse you said it perfectly there's so many times that I too notice the same uh, things when talking to another real estate agent you know about their processes and then the dms so oftentimes the things that I notice they either you know, flop to hold a conversation overall, or they fail to see the potential with a DM. So when you're working with any lead, I like to compare it to dating. (laughs) (laughs) And you really do need to learn how to hold a conversation and continue asking questions about them, right? And, and not over speaking about yourself. I mean, this is truly the way to win over others. And honestly, how we get to the juicy qualifying details that we need and that we want to help these people proceed right onto their next steps with us. Yeah, I think 
that this is actually one of the main principles in the book, how to win friends and influence people. It's all about like letting people talk about themselves and getting Mm -hmm. to know other people and really just like being quiet and being a listener because people love to talk about themselves, right? Like I like to talk about the things that I'm working on and things. And and I really appreciate when people allow me that platform to do so. so. Absolutely. You're exactly right. So we believe that converting people from the DMs is a three-step process. Number one, it starts with your content. This is going to include your stories, reels, posts, I mean everything. You have to get them in your DMs to begin with before you can push them into your funnel. Step two is you have to be able to answer questions, handle objections, move the conversation along, and then end with a call to action. And if you aren't calling these people to action in your DMs, you are not going to get anywhere. And then last step three is following up. I mean, in sales, how many times have we heard that the fortune is in the follow-up? I mean, it's probably written in like the sales Bible somewhere, but um, (laughs) after you call them to action, the majority of people won't take immediate action and then it's our responsibility to follow up with them. So let's dive a little bit deeper into each of these steps. So number one, it starts with your content. So like we mentioned, To convert people from the DMs, you have to first get them in your DMs. You have to share content that's like actually engaging enough that people will want to interact with you. So this kind of goes back to your connection points. And we've talked about this on the podcast so many times, but your connection points are all about your lifestyle, your hobbies, your family, your interests, etc. This is what your audience can relate to you about. And therefore then make like a connection with you. This is where you find that common ground with people. We like to say that people will show up for your valuable and educational content, but they stay because of your connection points. So this is a really big thing. Yes. And if you haven't already identified your connection points at the time that you're listening to this, this would be a great time to actually write them down. So for me, my connection points include bodybuilding, fitness, the gym, my dogs, my love of the color black, (laughs) Um, my kind of journey into organic and natural holistic health, Um, and now my new Airbnb. So always evolving too with connection points. I like to say that, like, don't feel like, oh, you know, you have to stay stuck in that. Mm -hmm. They'll always kind of evolve as you grow as a person. Yeah. Well, a year ago, I couldn't have said most of those things. Right. You know, isn't that so funny? Um, two years ago, I couldn't have said one of my connection points. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So my connection points are homeschooling, of course, uh, my land and what all of that entails. So I'll do different things, of course, that other people who typically have land enjoy like sourdough bread, growing food, gardening, like whatever that looks like. And your animals. My animals, Mm -hmm. um, mom life and real estate, which with real estate can touch on, you know, all three subjects here, like podcasting, uh, home info, like buying and selling. And then our group, of course, the collective. Right. So having these connection points will definitely help you plan your content more easily, uh, especially in those moments of not feeling super creative. Mm hmm. Yeah. And if you do like already know what your connection points are, really think about how often are you showing up on social media and sharing about them? Like, are you hopping on stories daily? Are you posting relevant reels or feed posts consistently? I mean, there's most likely some room for improvement here. 
I mean, don't get us wrong. It's not all about connection points. If anything, your connection points are simply the icebreaker to those relationships. But you also want to make sure that you're posting valuable and educational information about real estate for your chosen niche. So here you can do kind of another social media audit of yourself. Like how often are you posting real estate related content that's helpful and valuable? And of that content, is it really targeted towards your ideal client or is it honestly more broad? Are you getting on stories and sharing the process of what it's like to work with you? Are you directly asking for people to send you DMs to talk more? Like all of those things are, uh, is stuff that you can do to kind of push that along, get people in your DMs. Absolutely. I mean, you have to remember that you can't just magically expect people to show up in your DMs. <laughs> you have to give them a reason why they need to reach out from there. Then you can dive into step two of the process. Yeah, we've talked about before how you're the gatekeeper of yes. the information. Like you shouldn't be giving away too much information that people can essentially DIY it themselves. <laughs> right. And um, not want to ask you anything. Yeah. Like you have to leave a little bit of mystery in there. <laughs> Dating again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So step number two is like that holding conversation and, and then calling to action. So once you have people in your DMs, now you can start relationship building and calling them to action. I make it a point to stay on top of my DMs and my DM requests Honestly, I get really excited when I see that I have new messages because to me, it's like an opportunity to potentially gain a new client mm -hmm. or like onboard a new agent onto our team. But of course, not all new messages are going to be someone asking for your help in that regard, but that doesn't mean that they're any less important. As we've discussed earlier, the DMs are really a magical place for relationship building and you have to think of every message as getting you one step closer to gaining a new client. So I think it is super important to respond to every single message. Um, well, minus like the promotions or like the creepy dudes asking to be your sugar <laughs> daddy or something. <laughs> um, but responding to every message is super important. It makes people feel important to you and seen by you. Definitely. I mean, I recently had a message asking me for more info on a home that I had posted. Um, and when I looked back through our DMs, we'd actually had several conversations prior about nothing in particular, like you had just said. Uh, but that was definitely building the relationship to where then she felt comfortable enough to ask for help in the services that I provide. So it's really cool when you do get to see all of that play out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great example. Something that does kind of tend to happen in the DMs as well is objections. Um, it really, it, and you can tell me how you feel about this, but it really seems that people now more than ever are hesitant to purchase a home and or sell their current home out of fear of where they're headed. So it's, I think it's really important that you kind of have some scripts or like script ideas handy to kind of help handle these objections. Definitely. I mean, I find all too often that this is where agents stumble because they didn't equip themselves with facts mm -hmm. and knowledge, right? They're just kind of going off of the same things that sometimes our clients don't understand what's happening. Um, but there's so many other ways that you can go out there and be knowledgeable in your market and, and what's happening. So first and foremost, I absolutely suggest being proactive and attending market updates from leaders in your area, whatever that looks like. This is going to help you feel so much more equipped to handle those common objections. Mm -hmm. And you'll be coming from a place 
of fact-based knowledge versus, you know, just feelings, which can be a little bit risky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of times that the same objections in any particular market. So you can kind of have a similar or even the exact same objection handling response ready to go at any given time. Oh, yeah. I feel like you can probably attest to this as well, but I feel like I have certain things kind of like nailed down as far as oh yeah how I respond to questions or or things like that. So I kind of have them memorized almost. <laughs> That's um, what we mean when we say scripts, right? It's right. like your script in your yeah, head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's actually a way inside Instagram DMs to create saved message scripts so that you don't have to type out the same things over and over. So we definitely recommend like setting those up and especially saving your Calendly links in there to send out for people like to book calls with you when you get to that point in the conversation. It's just one way of automation that's just super nice. Such a time saver. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then just make sure that you're always telling them to take some type of action, whether it's like booking a call with you, maybe you have a free resource, maybe you have an email list or a home search site or something like call people to action and don't be afraid to do so. Exactly. It can also be a lot easier to ask for that action that you want when you've already heard now their hurdle or objection and you've been carrying yourself as a leader on your platform. And so that makes you the one with the key to unlock the door of their problem, right? So then there you go. Book that call, book that appointment, do a little happy dance because that's a really awesome feeling when you get that (laughs) booked client, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then move into, you know, all the next steps from there. Yeah. I think it's also worth noting that, of course, not everybody is going to like see your perspective, right? There are always going to be people out there who are still like hell bent on the market crashing or whatever it might be that's stopping them from buying. Like all you can do is provide the correct information, the facts, like you said, all you can do is provide the facts. And at the end of the day, if they're still not convinced, then they're not worth your time or energy. They're not, no. Because there are people out there who genuinely just don't know better. And then we show up and we share this information. They're like, oh, okay, I'm ready for you to guide me through this process now. Exactly. Step three now is following up. So last but not least, following up. I mean, I'll be honest. I really don't think there is a best way to manage follow-up on Instagram. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think that they've like gotten to that point yet. It would be really nice if they did, but I think you really have to get creative with a system that works best for you. Something that I was shown recently is anytime I send out my booking link, whether it's for like an agent or a client or something, I'll go to that person's profile and save their most recent post into a collection like you know when you save a post it's like add to collection yeah um but i can i have different collections for like prospective clients or prospective agents and so i'll save them into whatever category fits and then it's up to me to go in like every week or so or however often i'm doing follow-up and then message that person to follow up so i mean at that point like i could block a half hour or whatever every week or every other week to go in and just message that person and I love like the DM history because Mm -hmm. or like text message history because I can pull up their name or their number or 
our message thread and then I can quickly read through like the conversations that we've had and be reminded. Yep. And be reminded <laughs> where we were the last time Yep, because it's just impossible to try and keep mental notes of all of that everybody. information. So I rely on those histories quite a bit. Um, but the thing about follow up too is it really doesn't take that long. No, I feel like most people, including myself, um, procrastinate or tend to avoid it because it may feel uncomfortable or like salesy. But in reality, that's just a mindset block you have to overcome. You're not being salesy or just following up. And until they provide you new information, this is all the information that you have. You cannot read their mind. Right. No, I love that. You absolutely cannot. (laughs) Yeah. Like if their situation has changed, like, oh, I, you know, the last time we talked, your lease was up in three months. Oh, but you renewed. Okay. This is new information for me. So I shouldn't feel guilty about About reaching out to you. Yeah. That's your job. You're doing a good job. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually really loved that idea too and began to implement it for myself, the whole saving a photo into a collection. Mm -hmm. So I love that. Uh, On top of that, I know we both keep a running list of like prospective buyers and sellers anyways. So whether you do this in a traditional CRM, in a notebook, or like Jesse on a spreadsheet, (laughs) (laughs) I have to say I actually just recently switched over to using Trello for this. And I'm actually really loving it. It has a lot of ease with like moving my clients from board to board, as well as it just being super visual. Uh, I feel like just because I'm such a creative person, it's really speaking to me Mm -hmm. in that way. (laughs) Whereas spreadsheets not. (laughs) Yeah, spreadsheets, it's just not as fun, I guess. I get it, I get it. (laughs) Uh, Another way, though, to stay in the loop with your prospective clients is the new feature that IG rolled out. I really love this. Um, You know this, I'm sure, but you can now have like a favorites list. Mm. So you can always scroll over to your favorites list and be able to engage with certain people, right, that you've put in there. So for those of us in business and using our social platforms to maximize how we stay in front of our sphere of influence or our fire list, aka your lead list, you could always keep your faves list a revolving list of your top clients in that moment so that you can engage with their profiles every single day. That's really smart. I love this. So here's your sign to go and make, you know, following up and engaging uh, a priority for you and your business. Mm-hmm. You can time block this. Like Jesse was saying, it doesn't take that long. Time block it then into your calendar every week or multiple times a week, whatever your schedule is, um, and get it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really doesn't take that long following up. No. You'll be surprised. Like I can, you know, send out, you know, 10 text messages in 10 minutes. And then I'm like, oh, that wasn't that bad. No, right. (laughs) I did it the other day after I left the gym. I was just like, oh, I should reach out to all these people. And I was sitting in my car, you know, just still trying to catch my breath. And I'm like, let's maximize this moment. Yeah. We sent out all these text messages. Right. (laughs) So fast. Like you said, it's such a weight lifted off too. It is. I got home and I felt so accomplished. I was like, look at me. I already did the gym. Already followed up. Already followed up. It's 8 a.m. Right. No, I love that. So yeah, guys, those are the kind of the three steps as far as converting people from your DMs. So uh, just to recap, number one, it starts with your content. So kind of do an audit of the content you're pushing out. Make sure that it's actually engaging enough and you're encouraging people to reach out and, and build those relationships with you. Number two is being able to just hold that conversation and then ultimately call them to action by booking a call or an appointment with you. And then number three is after you've called them to action, make sure that you are following up and it's a lot less painful than you think. 
So like we've said before, it all goes down in the DMs. It all goes down. The OGs, the OGs know it. The (laughs) OG podcast listeners remember when we used to say that all the time. (laughs) All the time. (laughs) But yeah, you guys, I hope you found this episode helpful. Go out and rock those DMs. Bye. Thanks for listening to Socially Modern. Interested in partnering with us on our nationwide real estate team? Check the show notes of this episode to schedule a call with one of us to learn more. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for all the latest updates on the show at Socially Modern. You can also follow me, Stephanie, at Hey Stephanie Mainville. And me, Jessie, at Miss Jessie Lockhart. We hope you have a great day and we'll see you next week.